0: You are listening to the Remote Local Podcast. Learn the best tips to build a local business you can run from anywhere in the world and get the financial and location freedom you desire. Welcome to the show. what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the remote local podcast i'm with my co-host neil parek and david lahav of course and uh, this is a, a follow-up podcast to the podcast the the one big secret t- that local business entrepreneurs um, use that you know you can you can learn and, and apply to your own business that has been a game changer for neil and i and right after recording that We had this idea that we've been applying it, the secret, to our um, businesses, but we haven't quite gone through that process with this podcast. So we thought it was going to be super cool to just get on a call and riff on ideas together um, to to see and apply this in action and thought it could be really valuable to share.
1: Love it. So what we talked about in the last pod, in case you guys didn't listen to it, was... um, the levels you start at in business as you get to level one, level two, level three level one is like um you get into business you're doing you're doing what you should be doing by the playbook which is given to you right like blank for the d- business for dummies you're doing that playbook right you're just like okay, I'm gonna get in business, I'm gonna do x y, and z, and that's it. not much innovation, but you may be having a little bit of success um level two is actually building in innovation building in some secret sauce. Whether that's pure branding, whether that's a bunch of little things, you're building in your own secret sauce into the business. That's how people get from like six to seven figures. Then beyond that is where you elevate to becoming the dumbest one in the room where someone's actually doing it, things for you, where, you know, if you're not as actively involved where you hire the right people. That's the next level after that. So I think, yeah, like David said, we realized after we recorded the podcast, we're totally doing level one podcasting. We're literally doing, <laughs> do podcasting, cool. Set up Zencaster, get a video, get a mic, record stuff, put it online, and see what happens. Like it is so playbook textbook. This is not how it should be doing.
0: Make a post on LinkedIn, maybe share it, you know, once <laughs> in a on while on Twitter, social
1: media. Yeah,
0: yeah, kind
1: of, kind of, you know, following the motions. It definitely totally are so. I kind of want to talk with you, David. Of like, if this this episode is just transparency of us brainstorming how to make this podcast better, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, what where should we start off with this, David? So first of all,
0: if you're listening to this, uh, we would love to know what your ideas are on how to mm-hmm. make this podcast
1: better. Um, which can <laughs> what, find... what if it like how, just how... stop, just stop podcasting? That's how you make it better. <laughs> 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 um
0: so yeah you can find me on on instagram with hey david la uh what about you
1: neil where can people find you to suggest things twitter twitter is so a twitter uh, neil B. Parekh, just hit me up on there or just follow you know you could go to be local.com we have a contact uh form in there just contact us right on there and we'll get their emails
0: cool so this is idea number one um <laughs> which is yeah which is we even outsource that to to people listening yeah, um we- <laughs> So, so from level one to level two, uh, as we said, like what, what we're looking for is how can we be more successful with our podcast? And then Neil, the question is also like, what does success look like for us? Let's let's start there. Let's let's connect for a second. Like, why did we start the podcast?
1: So we first came together to start the podcast. um, For me, uh, it'd be part... A lot of it was initially to say, hey, I want to put the word out there for Made This Franchise was number one, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it originally was partially sales, but partially I've always wanted to start a podcast just to kind of talk about something, get your thoughts out there, get an audience, build a personal brand. So, you know, part of it was like, okay, the podcast might be a nice funnel for Made This Franchise was the honest answer for number one. And number two is like, I think, just talking business shops, putting myself out there a little bit more, always results in better things. So... That was kind of what I thought, and I, you know, besides just starting a podcast and talking with someone else who knows business, who I enjoy, who's David, I didn't really give much thought into like the innovation part, the phase two. Um, But yeah, that was my angle with this, David. Yeah, very
0: similar (laughs) angle. I just always wanted to share about the process and journey that mm-hmm. I've been through. And then when we connected, when we became sorts of business partners through me becoming a franchisee mm-hmm. of, of Made This, um, I was like, whoa, Neil, is! I, I love you as a person. And you're so cool You know, with Made This and the business. And we have so much fun jamming together. Mm-hmm. So this was like, wow, this is an amazing opportunity to collaborate with someone. And I have started a podcast before that was just me. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoyed and wanted to have the experience of
1: having a, a co-host and doing this together with someone. I think number one, I enjoy the co-host aspect of podcasting. People do it by, with themselves, and I don't think I ever would have actually done it if it was just myself, or at least not continued it. So I agree mm-hmm. with that one. So we're aligned with that one at least. Yes. Uh, what? So, and,
0: and then yeah. yeah, I I want to share like after we started doing this together, then personally in my life, I was seeing how um some of the knowledge i've been sharing is helpful to people i've been seeing how mm. i became less interested in buying more businesses growing the existing businesses and i became much more interested in how can i help other entrepreneurs who are facing the same challenges that i've had how can i help them solve them and become more successful happier and help their growth
1: journey so that's because of the podcast
0: a part of it is the podcast, but it's also the trage- trajectory I've been on in life. Yeah. So one really tangible way would be, uh, apart from doing the podcast and answering questions and things like that, I am starting to do more coaching. So
1: there we go. To be able, able to thing.
0: connect with um, entrepreneurs who really vibe with me and enjoy the you know the knowledge and the tips and want to work with me one on
1: one. So I think what if if I'm. Um summarizing it for both of us, a lot of it is just kind of putting the knowledge we have out there in some ways, mostly to build a personal brand for different reasons. Mine originally was like, hey, maybe this helps me, this franchise. Yours in the back of your head is more about maybe this leads to coaching. But I almost feel like that's a little bit secondary as opposed to just putting information out there, which helps people and seeing what happens from it right? That's kind of like what we've decided.
0: And those things work really well together. So if we now look at the podcast and measure the success of the podcast, if we're able to reach more people who are going to be benefiting from the knowledge we're sharing and are going to enjoy that, that by itself is going to take care of some of our secondary business goals, which is you know, people who are listening who might want to start a franchise and hear about the this franchise yeah. um, and, and, you know, decide to pull the trigger on that or entrepreneurs who choose to, um,
1: who, who want help and, and a coach and can become my clients. So what, I guess, what defines success of the podcast? And by the way, for anyone listening, why we're riffing on this and why it's helpful for you to talk about our business is like, this is how you should be thinking about your business. What defines success? What is success for you? And then next we'll get into how do you elevate, right? But for now, like, what, David, what is a successful podcast here? Is it number of
0: listeners or like, how do you think about this? Yeah. So, so the metrics that come to mind to me is number of listeners. Okay. And then also the quality of the podcast. So uh, I think that can be measured by, Um, a little bit of the response that we get from the people who have been listening to the podcast. So the more the podcasts are valuable, the more I'm expecting people to reach out and connect with us and and say, Whoa, you know, this was amazing. This really helped me. I implemented Mm -hmm.
1: that, it worked, thank you. Um, things like that. Those would be, I think, the two things. Um I'm wondering if the listens is partially vanity right like i have a thousand <laughs> downloads like blah 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 but like um i guess one thing we could both safely say i don't think i care to do sponsorships on this podcast like it's just not yeah. i don't i don't care to monetize the podcast um it's not even the goal mm-hmm. um but yeah the the listens make sense in terms of what is this a successful metric? How,
0: how many people are you reaching? How many people
1: you know actually get this
0: knowledge in their earbuds?
1: And I wonder, like, I, I guess, we'll have to look at, like, what is a normal growth rate for a, for a, a podcast? And figure out, okay, this is kind of what we should be targeting. How do we target a little bit more? Um, mm-hmm. Right now, we kind of just throw it out on socials, and that's kind of it. Maybe there should be something more we're doing. Yeah. Um,
0: so this is a big thing for me for for graduating from level one to level two yeah and that is finding some some growth engine something that we can do that is more than just like going through the motions and you know posting it on social which mm-hmm. has a little bit of an effect but mm-hmm. what i've seen and both of us researched a little bit in the past about successful podcasts and and things like that and what really helps is if something goes viral if yep. Um, yeah, or or maybe another thing that I've seen is through, um, somebody sharing, like someone with an audience sharing the podcast. So what I've seen actually other podcasters do is, uh, actually go after and interview people who have an audience, Mm. uh, pretty much for the purpose of saying like, Hey, we're pretty much starting from scratch, but we're going to interview someone else who has even a a relatively small audience. So if now let's say we want to go after interviewing i don't know joe rogan or something like that right then he's gonna gonna look at yeah but but you know his media team is gonna look at us and they're gonna say well their audience size is like so small compared to joe rogan um we're not gonna agree for him to you know invest an hour of his time to be on this podcast yeah but if tim ferris wanted to interview joe rogan um, his media team might say like, okay, yeah, that's that's a great idea. There's going to be a ton of, of, of exposure. So where we would start is with people with smaller audiences and people in our networks that have audiences and personal friendship. Um, I remember, I think it was um, Entrepreneur on Fire. So John Lee Dumas, who's mm-hmm. a pretty well-known podcaster, uh, I think because he had a personal connection and was coached by... Um, well, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Um, One of the big the guy, podcasters. Say again.
1: One of the big podcasters.
0: One of the big po- big podcasters. Yeah, and and so that was his first interviewee, and that helped him get a ton of exposure, credibility, etc.
1: Well, so I agree. I think going after quote unquote influencers, just people who are in their same niche, who could we could interview for the purpose of Meeting them, interviewing them, sharing them to the audience, I think it makes a lot of sense. What about one step before that, David, in terms of the format of what we're doing, what we actually enjoy talking about? Because what we have been talking about is stuff I enjoy, uh, but I guess there's a marriage of what do we enjoy and also what do people want to hear, right? We're kind of just like us talking, we come up with a topic, we're like, okay, we're going to talk about this today. And we both share our thoughts on it and you know, we try to keep them short episodes, which I love because I hate listening to hour long podcasts. Yes. Uh, and make them bite-sized so people could go away with a nugget of information every single week in fifteen minutes. Or if you list on two X speed wow. in seven minutes. Um, so that I like the, the the format and length, but in terms of how we talk to each other, should it be more conversational? Should the interviews be different format? Should we be having more different topics like you know, every other week we bring up business ideas and we just riff on a new business idea. Like what what would you enjoy talking about more?
0: So for me personally, in terms of what I enjoy, um, what I enjoy talking about is a lot more of the mindset, spirituality, the behind the scenes and the internal game of uh-huh. business and entrepreneurship. Um, so that's in terms of like what I enjoy. But then it's a really good question, you know, what is really valuable for um, our audience in in that example and what has worked well in that space.
1: I so think that, I would yeah. not want to talk about like, I know there's home service podcasts who just say, we're only gonna talk about like the tactics and each week they go through some, like we're gonna talk about exactly like the email funnel and go through that. To be honest, I love talking about marketing funnels. So I, I can do that. I don't know if I'd want to do that all the time. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something we'd probably shy away from a little bit more, right? Yeah. Agreed. Um, I like just to be honest, riffing on business ideas. If we're like, okay, if we're going to start this type of business from scratch, how would you do it? <laughs> right, and just going because I already do this. Like I'm sure you do this with your friends. I do with my friends. You think about a business idea. And it might be the stupidest thing, and you just end up on like a 10 minute discussion of, okay, we're going to create this business model with goats who are going to like mow your lawn, and this is how we do it. This is how <laughs> we spread it, and they just come up with a ridiculous idea. So I almost want to kind of come up with like maybe have guests on and come up with a ridiculous idea and just brainstorm. How would you make this work in order to show how the brain moves?
0: Yeah. And and personally, I think it would be really fun. Um, I'm personally in full transparency mode. So my belief is that I have no, no trouble sharing almost everything about my businesses. Okay. uh, Because again, it's the local services space uh there really isn't one secret sauce that if someone hears or one of our my competitors mm-hmm. hears all of a sudden you know they're going to crush it and and we're going to suffer um so i think it would be really fun to bring more of like our real businesses and then struggles we're having or the same process yeah, we're struggles. doing now for our podcast for the businesses Um and yeah, just bring like more real real shit from our businesses and having this kind of conversation we would have with one another on challenges
1: we're having. I love it. Just like whatever you're dealing with that week, talk about how we handled it. We'll go into the mindset aspect of it or the tactical aspect of it. But there's these are the problems of real business owners. Just talk about it.
0: Yeah. And I guess one way we can see if whenever we try changes like this, um, I guess a metric we can look at to see if it's working or not. Uh, is how many like what percentage of the podcasts have been listened to? So if you know listeners, a hundred or a thousand people start and then they drop off after four minutes. Yep. Uh, then we or versus we made a change and now it turned to ten minutes. Uh, we know something worked.
1: So this is where we're talking about level two innovation, right? Now you're tracking the metrics, you're making decisions based off of the educated data, and you're making edits accordingly we're not just saying we're gonna talk about whatever we want we're going to put out in the world was shared on socials and that's it that's what we have been doing <laughs> but now we realize that's not good enough so innovation will happen from uh testing and research but i guess david where else would the innovation happen would it be in the format of the podcast or like what do you think
0: hmm yeah so i think all of the things we we talked about right so the format the little things how we present things even this, this podcast is a little bit different because we figured, oh, it's, it's you know, we listen to some podcasts and it's been more engaging for, for us when we just hear a conversation between two people versus more uh, somebody trying to teach us something.
1: Mm. Yeah, exactly. So I like the conversation based podcast. I would assume that there's different topics we talk about, which, for example, like mindset, spirituality, in the internal game, that could be more conversational based. Uh, if you're doing an interview with someone, maybe that's going to be a little bit more interview focused, or maybe you're like riffing on a business idea, it could be more conversational based. I think as it comes to tactics and daily struggles, that one might be more teaching because it's like, this is what we, we're we not solving it together. We've solved it. And now we're educating the audience. That would be more talking to the audience is kind of how I'd right. see that one.
0: And and then we, we'd we have to measure somehow and, and kind of see which one is working more and also combine it with what is enjoyable for us and kind of see... <laughs> where the energy flows in in that way.
1: Also, uh, one topic we did not talk about, which is the one thing which is unique about us versus any other business podcast is the travel and nomad aspect of it. Yeah. So that's another segment. So I think we've already identified four segments where there's topics we could talk about. Now, the innovation is going to happen from testing them out, seeing what the audience likes the best. I think I like our length. I personally don't want to listen to a podcast which is an hour or two hours. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I like the length. And then I think from that, David, we'd go into great now, "quote unquote" marketing it. How do we get interview people interviews in the funnel for each of those different categories of types of uh, content we're putting out? Yeah, that'd be the next step there.
0: Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, one more idea, and uh, yeah. was, was there a question there? Or are no, we no, no.
1: That was it. It was a summary.
0: Yeah. Um, did we start an email list for the remote local? You know, I think we probably have one on the website, but we don't really promote it. So that could be a cool thing because, um, yeah, just like whenever we have a new episode out to share it to an email list and an email list is very different. You know, people who signed up and want to get the new episode, they're going to be more hardcore listeners versus, you know, somebody who clicked on it from LinkedIn.
1: Exactly. And
0: put writing in there as well as needed. And and that's like a small thing that probably we're not going to, you know, see a ton of return in the in the short term but Mm -hmm. over time that can be huge and i know for example tim ferris that's one of the big ways i've seen him um yeah kind of like engage listeners and and promote five bullet friday for example
1: yeah yeah i love it Mm -hmm. uh to be honest i don't even know what phase three is when it comes to podcasting but we're at phase one like we've been doing the yes. playbook, podcasting for dummies. Now let's get to the innovation phase. I think, <laughs> I think that's our homework right now. Yes, we'll we'll get to level three when it's time. Exactly, exactly. Cool. Well, for everyone listening, I I do hope you got some value out of us just kind of talking about what we want to do with this podcast. If you listen to this and think, and thinking, oh, I really like that podcast you, you guys did about X topic, please let us know. I think we're just doing active research right now just to figure out what the audience likes the most. So please keep us in mind to contact us and we'll go from there. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks again for listening, guys. There are two ways I could help you out. Number one is with Made This Franchise. If you want to get into business but don't want to go at it alone, we have you covered with everything from A to Z. Check out madethisfranchise.com to start your own remote local business. The next is with the Remote Local Blueprint, which is a course I launched to teach you the foundations of starting your own remote local business in any niche. It's do-it-yourself-at-your-own-pace, and you can check that out at blueprint.beremotelocal.com.